Coming in hot, 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 Lisa shares her financial tips and strategies to build wealth, have fun with finances, and be debt-free without having a restrictive budget. From bankrupt to millionaire, Lisa knows what it's like to feel as if you're living paycheck to paycheck. Her unconventional money multiplier system is the very wealth protocol that enabled her to retire two and a half years early, pay down $100,000 of debt in six months, and move to her dream home at the beach. Coming in hot, 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 Lisa shares her financial tips and strategies to build wealth, have fun with finances, and be debt-free without having a restrictive budget. From bankrupt to millionaire, Lisa knows what it's like to feel as if you're living paycheck to paycheck. Her unconventional money multiplier system is the very wealth protocol that enabled her to retire two and a half years early, pay down $100,000 of debt in six months, and move to her dream home at the beach. Hey, hey, welcome back to this episode of I Date Money. Today, we have the awesome John Norton with us. He has been helping students in real estate education for over the past 15 years. He recently added business credit advising to what he does, and he consistently hits the million-dollar mark for coaching real estate gurus across the U.S. Welcome. I love that you're hitting the million dollar mark i'm on a mission to help 1 million women become millionaires without sacrificing their self-sovereignty so i love that you keep hitting the million dollar mark so many people hit the mark but they don't have a penny to show for it right is that your story i mean sometimes because if you've got i mean i've got land that i own in belize i've got i've got projects going too so so yes but that's what money's for and if you just had those million ladies each day, maybe give one of those ladies a dollar, you could do it and you could do it mm-hmm. over and over and over again. They do millions. Yeah, exactly. And it just starts with that one dollar. I'm going to say a penny, like literally you've mm-hmm. heard the penny story where like, you know, if you, would you take a, a, a penny a day for 30 days or a million dollars and everyone picks the million dollars when it's the penny a day with compounded interest that makes That's- more money. And I love that right. analogy, right? Um, but just to, to comment, I was in Belize. Belize is a beautiful place. You bought real estate in yeah. Belize. I love that. So will you retire there or just rental property or what will you do with that property? Well, we're actually going to build a Airbnb complex with four casitas, one in each corner. That's a bed and bath. That way families only rent one spot, but not also have to sleep on top of each other like they're cats. So there's not a lot of that there. And then have a central two-story kitchen, workout, uh, main hangout area. If they want to catch a sailfish and uh, cook it up in the kitchen, that's what we want them to do. That's beautiful. You'll have to share the link once that's ready so we can all book it. (laughs) We can all book it. Um, it, We went on a cruise and we stopped in Belize. It was a lot of fun. And um, the the residents are really nice. The island's pretty cool too. It's a really great place. So yes. what made you get into real estate? Um, you know, honestly, when I first started working for gurus that, I mean, everybody would recognize the names. They've been out there for years, mm-hmm. but they have call centers where people would go to their seminars and get super jacked up on Mountain Dew. And then they'd go home 
and they wouldn't remember anything. They don't know how to do it. I'm too scared to operate. We would call them up about a week later, offer coaching, work with them for a, up to a year. And even if it took longer than that to get one deal and get their money back in their pocket, we would do that. Wow, the that's awesome. With, the problem with that was is the people that were coming had fifteen to $20,000 to do whatever. And mm-hmm. then they didn't have the time to do the real estate once they got home. Uh, so overall, not a great fit. Now I've been able to put some stuff together where I can help the folks that that do need it. Hey, I, I need to work from home because of my kids or because of X. Um, I don't have a ton of money. Fine. There's an investment for the education and the, and the training. But now we're able to put the money into the flips for those folks to buy it, to fix it and to sell it. So then we split the profit 50-50. It's, it's the way to do it. And, and most, most of the gurus and real estate folks out there want you to learn it and then go do it yourself with your own money and then give them the credit. It just doesn't work for me in my in my head. Maybe it doesn't yours. Yeah. I no. think it works a lot better. Yeah. And I know, I know I have, I have, I have several family members involved in real estate. I mean, I come from a family of entrepreneurs. My dad was um, a contractor, built houses and um, a lot of the the grandkids, (laughs) the cousins and all that, they got into real estate, land development, what have you. Um, But one of them, and I'm not going to, I can't remember exactly what she does, but she's into the real estate where she is one of the like she's the investor that controls all the money. So gotcha. they'll find a house to flip. They'll find out how much money needs to, and then they'll get the investors. So that's what mm. she does is she's like the the keeper of the money. I can't remember what the title is off the top of my head right now. Gotcha. So she yeah. runs the escrow for the property. Yeah. And um, they have a special name for it, but like I said, I can't remember what it's called. So I thought that was interesting because I know there's different takes on it. You know, like you see the commercials and all that and, you know, I retired from the social security administration and during my career, like, especially in the nineties, early nineties, there was a lot of landlords coming in and buying houses. Like one lady in particular bought 26 HUD houses. Right. And she hired a manager to, you know, rent them all out and take care of all the tenants and all of that. But then they capped it because they're like, no, you can't own this many houses on a HUD. This is ridiculous. So then that changed her, her buying power significantly. For sure. She, she had to do private, right? With the PMI, she didn't have that 20%. So right. I think it's kind of where, and then after the, the housing market crash in 2008, yeah. I think this is where these opportunities came up where they said, hey, like we can do this. So what's the most, what's the, I don't want to say lucrative, but what would be an advantage for somebody who has $15,000, $20,000 to invest in this type of relationship like what would be their their best ROI and what would be the mechanics how would it work so the nice part about this particular program is uh it's it's really for newer folks hey I've never done this before I'm excited but I don't want to make any mistakes and so by investing it's really it's only sixty five hundred dollars it's not ten or twenty thousand but it is the education and the software to to locate these particular properties mm-hmm. and to have the coach work with you to make sure you're not making a mistake. The reason we don't want you to make a mistake is because we have to split the profit at the end. Mm-hmm. If there is none, we all lose. Mm-hmm. So we're going to make sure, hey, if you're going to go put that on contract, let's talk about what it should be, how to structure it. Here's our contract. We'll help you have all of those things instead of trying to figure it out yourself. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And that's really important because there's a lot of things that people DIY. People try to DIY their finances. And as a wealth activator, I like, I'm like, stop DIYing it because you're not going to get where do you want to be? <laughs> we don't, right. we don't see our blind spots. And I think that's important too, for real estate, because when you're purchasing homes, there's certain things that you need to look at. And you had mentioned that you look at their specific properties. So what, what's the details with the properties that you look for? So we like the, and both financing options, as far as properties go for me, after repair value times about 65% minus the repairs is in our buy box. So mm -hmm. if you found something like that, oh my gosh, this guy's just trying to leave, doesn't want to fix it up, whatever, they're out there. Those are the ones we want to invest in. At the same time though, what if we brought one and we thought it was that and then it wasn't that? Mm -hmm. You're not stuck with it. We are. We're the ones, but we do in a volume that it doesn't really matter to us. Mm -hmm. For our students, if they got stuck, they're living in it. Right. And now they're fixing that basement themselves. I don't want that to happen to people. It happens yeah. all the time. We're able to fix that. On the other side of it, if we've got, and I do have other available funding for, man, I really want to do commercial. Mm -hmm. Commercial's really tons of inventory right now. You can get it for a steal, but how am I going to support it? How I, I need it to be even less so I can rent it for just a little bit more and still make money and mm -hmm. win. I've got money that's available for that. I've got money for... If people want to buy and hold, they don't have to fix and flip it. It's a great option and we love it. But if you want to buy and hold and build up some inventory and then use that to refi later and buy some more stuff, hooray. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a great way to do it. I've just tried to plug myself in each and every way possible so I can make a little bit of money. I would mm -hmm. say I make, anytime I'm helping somebody, about $1,000. But if I'm doing that over and over and over again, that's how I'm able to get to yeah. a point where real estate is supporting me, but also the business credit because most folks that are doing real estate have an LLC of some kind mm -hmm. and they don't realize they can build up business credit while they're doing things that they're already doing. Yeah. Tell us more about that. So business credit's been around, Dun & Bradstreet's been around since 1850, 1860s. So mm -hmm. they made these rules a long time ago. You're familiar with the Fair Credit Reporting Act? Mm -hmm. Of course. People mm -hmm. love it. It keeps me safe. They tell me when they don't give me money. I mean, I get the answers. Business isn't like that. It's still the Wild West. They have rules that they do not have to tell you about. Mm -hmm. Experian and Equifax will just give you a score once they found that you're a business online somewhere. Right. And you're doing Facebook and you're doing those things. So they're going to find it. So mm -hmm. then they just create a file and PS, it's a bad one. Mm -hmm. They don't give you credit for anything until those people that will report are actually doing so. And you don't know who those are. We have software that walks you through it. If you're not supposed to apply to it now, you're not able to. Mm -hmm. I've got coaches that walk people through it as well. And on the higher end of my programs, we're actually, I'm actually able to sit down with you on a Zoom just like this and mm -hmm. say, hey, let's talk about your business. Let's figure out three or four of these level one lenders that'll do net 30s and things like that. So I can build this credit slowly. But I mean, my 
business for the the, the Novatique business credit right now has mm -hmm. a 97 IntelliScore with Experian. It's only one to a hundred. There's none of this 850s and all this other jazz. Right. You've never heard of Equifax is like 250 to 564, something, some garbage that makes no sense. Mm -hmm. um, there's a small business credit score with FICO now that's mm -hmm. zero to 300. If you don't have at least 155, you can't get an SBA loan. Mm -hmm. There's big stuff attached to this that people are just like, look, I got a personal banker. He hooks me up. I don't care. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's very cool until you're trying to buy another business, a town over that would double what you're doing and you can't because right. you just don't have the funds and no one's going to loan them to you. Mm -hmm. It's better to do it as you're going and it's just happening versus when you need it. Cause I loan people that money too, but that money costs a lot more. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. And a lot of times, like, you know, I work with all virtual coaches, so there's no brick and mortar. You don't really need a business loan. And when I look at people who are trying to build business credit, like, you know, I have a lot of clients that, you know, have the construction companies, they have yes. you know, the massage therapy rooms and all that. And if they want to expand, they can't get the credit and they, they're almost limited and they are very limited and they don't understand. I think a lot of people go into business with the brick and mortar idea, like, well, I'm just going to do it out of your home, my home. Well, you still need certain things in place in order to have that function. And so that you do get the credit as a business. So you do build up that good rating, that good reputation, because you never know when you want to need it. And when you would go to sell your place, your business. Right. Well, you there's a lot to be said them. about fundability. Yeah. So how, how they look to the business eye. How do I look to the banking system? Mm -hmm. So if you tried to pull all three of those business credit reports every month, it's about 250 bucks a month to monitor it. Inside of my mm -hmm. software, it's a 60, it's $68 to do it. So yeah. now you can see what the banks see. And that's how I'm able to tell exactly where I'm at. I know that I have a fraud report because mm -hmm. experience uh, blocks only go so far. And my address is one block too much. So it cuts the last number off. So every time that I'm applying for something, I have to get on the phone with somebody and be like, hey, you need to look at my score and then figure out this is okay. Mm -hmm. it, it's a pain in the butt, but I, I know the system I have to go through. Yeah. Everybody's got their hoops. If you know what the hoops are, I can guide these folks to an excellent credit score. Just like people don't even realize uh, over the road truckers mm -hmm. I can get them ridiculous credit scores because how much gas do they buy mm -hmm. how do they buy it on their personal credit card why there's fleet cards out there that's what they're for but you can't get them when you first start you've got to build to level three mm -hmm. that's what i help students do Wow. And that's important to know. I don't know if there's any truckers out here listening, but if there is. I didn't know if there was yet either, but let's go. Let's get them. <laughs> there might be. I, I, My son has a friend that's a trucker and he may tune into the podcast. I don't know. Uh, Love you know, it. You know, the silent ones, but yeah, tr that's right. truckers, they'd be a great audience to listen to podcasts because they're on the road all day long. Right. And, and sometimes. Exactly right. They got the headset already on. Yeah. Right. So yeah, that's interesting to know because there's a lot of people like, you know, 1099s that 
don't know that they have all these write-offs. They have this ability and it's a great way to multiply money. Right. And I'm all about that. Like, well, what, how can we make our money grow? And yeah, if you're going to be using like that, that fleet um, account, what a great way to save, especially on gas, like the most expensive thing, you know, especially state lines. A lot of these fleet cards have, I can get my truck fixed with this card and it pushes it off until I can collect the money from wherever I'm getting it from to fix it mm-hmm. and then pay it off. And then when I do that, my credit score goes up. I mean, doing the things that we're already doing, whether it's like Granger is one of our level one, just mm-hmm. to give you a bonus freebie. And Granger, I don't, I don't go outside. I don't do, I don't work like that. That's not me at all. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, what am I going to get from Granger? It doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. So I started looking through the stuff and they actually have home printers. I'm like, oh. I need a printer paid for printer. As soon as I got the invoice, because business debts are not the same as personal debts. Mm-hmm. You don't have the 30 days or you shouldn't take them. You want to pay that invoice as soon as you get it. Right. And when you do that. A paydex score of 80 means you pay your bills on time. Mm-hmm. The only way to get to 90 or a hundred is if you pay your bills ahead of time mm-hmm. consistently. And so doing that over and over again will increase that score, but you've got to get three reports first before they'll even create an account for you at, at uh, down in Bradstreet. Okay. Good to know. That's something we work with folks on too. Yep. Yeah. And so valuable. And that, that tip is very important for personal finance too. pay your bills when you get them. Don't wait until they're due. It's going to make yes. a huge difference in your relationship yes. with money and in your credit score. And it's right. always like, you know, I, I have some of the clients that come to me, I have a monthly membership called crush on debt and their score is like 300, like, you know, and it's like, okay, we can get that up to 600. This is what you need to do. Oh, that's not going to work. I'm like, well, let's do it and see. And then you can yep. talk about it and then they're shocked when it happens they're like wow who knew it was so simple like yeah just implementing the strategy when you have the right tools you can do this and just the the building that safety net and having that security because when you could really build up your credit you could do i mean everything i have a client that built up her credit and she was like in the low 600 she went to a 750 and a year ago she had moved and had to have the first month, last month, you know, she leased a townhouse, first month, last month, security deposit. Well, she moved a couple months ago. She only needed to sign the lease. She didn't need any of that because her credit score right. was good. So it helps in that way too. And, you know, when I work with um, selling insurance, a lot of my clients get nervous because they have freezes on their credits. Right. And like, is this going to affect the the insurance? You know, I'm like, no, it's not going to affect the insurance. It might affect something else, but, (laughs) you know, but people are are confused about that. Like, what's the importance? I mean, back in the 90s, when I was in real estate, we did all the credit manually. There was no credit score. You literally pulled the actual paper records and we would look manually at all of their, you know, how many credit cards, what was the limit? And they still do that, but now it's all electronic. It sounds like a blast. It was it was interesting. I mean, I got to go through a lot of different, you know, corporate tax returns and um, their records and see and like, okay, like look at your assets, look at your debt, like what's the ratio? And of course, you know, we had to manually write it all out. Right. <laughs> now no, you have sure. software for that. 
but the ledger, um, the ledgers you got the going ledger, on. Yes. It. The big old, you know, ledgers, the green, yellow, yellowish yes, colors. For sure. Tiny little square boxes. <laughs> yeah. Back in the dinosaur age. Well, was, I love the folks that do have the, the credit score already because mm -hmm. a lot of times when they're investing in a fix and flip program, they've got a credit card they can use or, or, or whatever. Yeah. So park it and do whatever. I've actually just taken over as, because I love financing people. I, I took over as the financing manager for this group so I can help the folks. I found stuff for coaching that's even uh, for a 580 that they can, oh, wow. they can actually still get the, the loan as long as they've got, you know, employment, bringing in money, paying right. bills, that kind of stuff. Maybe they had a hiccup. It doesn't kill it. It's not mm -hmm. great. Your percentage isn't awesome. But if I can get them through their first flip and we can pay that off, it only takes three or four months. It's a few payments. And now you can take the rest of that money and start buying your credit back. Yeah. That that's what I that's why I'm here is to help folks get the money that they need to do the things that they want to do because they know it's going to get them into a better place. Yeah. And that's so important because a lot of people want to be in that better place. And there's that if you don't understand, you know, like you know, they say a confused buyer won't invest, right? So knowing that they're in getting into this real estate deal, minimum, you know, investment, what guarantees them the ROI? So like, what's the turnaround time as far as like they make the investment, the property goes on market. What's is it like a 60, 90 day turnaround time? So about four months is really just because we find some that are guts. I mean, we've yeah. got to, we got to do the whole thing. Sometimes nine, 10 months. So it takes that average and pulls it, but you don't have to look for those. You can mm -hmm. find the ones that just need a paint job. And man, the inside of this is pretty nice. Mm -hmm. So we oil the floors and do a couple of things that you still put some money into the for the repairs, but maybe we don't use it all. It ends up coming out the back end and the profit split. Awesome. Mm -hmm. that's, yeah. That's yeah. And you had mentioned that commercial property was really popular. I actually saw a commercial on TV yesterday about that, um, how it's an up and coming, why, what's this, what's the switch? Cause I'd heard also on the news that housing is not affordable for the younger generation. It's actually cheaper to rent. And that was never the case um, until recently. And I know the interest rates have a lot to do with that. Well, that's why the buy and hold market is actually really good. And it, we've been doing a lot of uh, transactions there, but um, as far as uh, the commercial properties, People just haven't been buying them. People all work from home for a year and a half. Mm -hmm. I didn't need a commercial property. So there's all kinds of inventory. Now there's so much inventory that it's much less to purchase it mm -hmm. or even lease to purchase. Excellent way to get that right now. And oh, by the way, maybe you lease it at such a low level that you use some of the space for yourself and then rent out the next two spaces for two other companies. Mm -hmm. Now it's just like a, duplex or a quadplex you would live in one side of mm -hmm. everybody else pays your rent that's awesome so there's all kinds of great ways to get into that stuff right now especially if it's something you can utilize and also benefit from uh rental wise or, or or so forth yeah and i think there's a happy medium with the stay you know work from home versus going into the office i still think people enjoy doing that they like the camaraderie and the idea that they're leaving their home and, and getting out of that environment to go experience something different and new. Sure. So I know what, you know, during the pandemic and where everybody was working from home that caused all kinds of 
you know, feelings and emotions and things like that. But when people got called back to work, they were like, well, I don't know if I want to get out of my pajamas and go to work. <laughs> well, it also made a huge switch to people wanting to start businesses. Mm -hmm. So yeah. that was a huge benefit for me. Yeah. Absolutely huge. Hey, I, I need to start a business. I know I'm going to take all this business from them or whatever their plan was. It never works out the way they think it is, especially on how do we put this business together? So mm -hmm. I got everything I needed. I got an email from uh, from Google. Don't do that. Stop doing that. Never do that. It doesn't. There's no legitimacy to it whatsoever. Right. I mean, spammers use Gmail accounts. Don't don't do that. Mm -hmm. It doesn't help your lendability later. Yeah. Same thing with your home address. I love that you're working from home. That's awesome. Get a business address somewhere and not a post office box. That doesn't count. You need a virtual office. Mm -hmm. So on my website, uh, on the Novatique.com website, I have a business startup roadmap. Just follow it. Mm -hmm. I've got plenty of suggestions. Here's all the secretary of state for every state. Click on yours, figure out if your name's even available. Then go to GoDaddy. Is my .com available? If it's not, go back to step one. Yeah. Don't do that. Mm -hmm. Don't try to just keep pounding the square peg in a round hole. It's not going to work. Mm -hmm. So let's get the .com and oh, now we need phones and now we need this. And all of those things need to be right. You can't just use your cell phone number. Mm -hmm. Stop doing that. Don't do that. Plus you're going to get crazy calls in the middle of the night from mm -hmm. people that are pissed. So, so that's, it's not a good plan overall, but fundability wise, it needs to look like what your grandma and grandpa think a business should look like right. with tech involved. Yeah. So all those things need to line up. It's the first step we do when mm -hmm. we get somebody started in our program. The second step is once all those things are right, because I had, I learned everything the hard way with this program. Yeah. I did all the wrong things. So you didn't have to. I started with one PO box and I started applying for all of these different uh, credit lines with lenders. And then Google told me I couldn't have that. Mm -hmm. I needed an actual address and they were right. So I got one and then I had to go back through all these other ones and change all that stuff with mm. the IRS, with the secretary of state. If mm. you started in your parents' basement, it's always going to list your parents' basement. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want your most pissed off customer to go to your mom's house? <laughs> you don't. So we've got to fix those things. Those have to be lined up. Then everything else is pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great tips because that's so important. I think a lot of people just go in there blindly, um, not knowing any of that and like, oh, it's okay. It'll work out. Right. Doing all that detailed and yeah, having someone like yourself teach people the shortcut. So when you think about your most favorite thing that you do in your business that generates multiple income streams for you, what is it? It is making sure that folks that want to invest in real estate have the right business structure and have the money to do it. Mm -hmm. that, that's, that's really it. If I can help other businesses learn how to create income and, and create uh, the business credit so they can do whatever they want. That's great. Um, but real estate's really the bread and butter of what I do, whether mm -hmm. it's fix and flips, whether it's buy and holds, whether it's um, I, I want to do something else with real estate. I want to start a title company or I want to, all those things end up being living in the same universe and orbiting each other. Mm -hmm. 
and and all of them know each other and that's awesome because i can take i can take a real estate agent and say do you have any investors or people that want to be of course they do every one of them does everyone that's listening is a real estate agent you absolutely have that person let me give them some money Mm -hmm. we have these uh equity groups that have piled all this money together because the interest is so high they want to to have it over here is terrible to get it in your hands doing stuff makes them more money. So yeah. that's why I'm here is to connect those dots and make sure that as you're applying and putting those paperwork together, that you're doing them the right way so you can get what you want. I like that. As a wealth activator, I love what you're doing. I love the the approach. It's simple and it's very direct. And so I know we're going to put the links to connect with you in the show notes. So thank you for sharing your expertise and all the things that you do. What's the best financial tip that you can give our audience? Best financial tip I can give you right now is it would have been the commercial, but the buy and hold has just been so good right now, especially with as many of these, um, uh, all these uh, hard workers and laborers that are out there that need, just for example, like, like your family, they started building the houses. They they wanted to get into the construction part of it. If I've got somebody who wants to be part of the fix and flip and they get into it and they want to do all the work, we can pay them to work and then split the 50-50 at the end. So there's all kinds of ways to make money all the way through. And most people right now are just like, I need to buy it, I need to fix it, I need to sell it, and I want to be done with it. We can do that too. We can take this from B to Z, but I need eyes in all these different locations all across the country to do A over and over again. And if that's something that folks want to do and are excited about real estate, but have been so scared they're going to make a mistake, I like to be that fail safe and make sure that I can help them. I love that. Well, thank you again for uh, being here and sharing that. For those of you listening, especially if you know any truckers out there, (laughs) be sure to share the episode. And if you are in the biz of flipping houses, I know some of my audiences or a constructioner, you want to know more about this, connect with John, check the show notes. And remember, it doesn't matter how much money you make, it's what you do with it. Thanks for tuning into the show. Give us a five-star review and share it with your friends. Get ready to activate wealth. Be the next millionaire with a simple adjustment of your finances using an energetically aligned money multiplier system. You get to build wealth by partnering with money. It's time to have fun with finances. Pick a date. The link is in the show notes to book your wealth activation call where you will get the one solution to multiply your money. Remember, it doesn't matter how much money you make, it's what you do with it.